As the total cases of coronavirus in the world touch 52 million with India's overall tally alone standing at 8.6 million in this dire time the progress in the covid vaccine candidate being developed by American drug maker Pfizer and its German partner BioNTech is certainly a very welcoming news The pharma giants have revealed that their COVID-19 vaccine candidate BNT162B2 was more than 90% efficient against infections in participants without prior infections and that no adverse safety concerns have been observed so far. Although the results are yet to be approved by US drug regulator FDA, the pharma company said that it was hopeful about being able to produce up to 50 million vaccine doses globally by the end of 2020 and up to 1.3 billion doses in 2021 and that triggered a flurry of excitement first and then questions what does this announcement exactly mean are we close to developing a covid vaccination and how long before it becomes available in india answering all these questions and more is dr shahid jamil virologist and director of Trivedi School of Biosciences at Ashoka University. You're tuned in to the Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you and I'm your host Shalpuri. India has been one of the world's coronavirus epicenters with a major chunk of its cases coming from the capital city Delhi. In the last few days, Delhi has witnessed a bigger daily spike than the states of Maharashtra and Kerala. Every 24 hours the city has been logging in in new high with 8593 new cases being reported on 11th November. And the spike coincides with the unlocking of the economy, the festive season, the hazardous air quality and the onset of winter. And at such unfavorable times, the race for the vaccine is still on. Currently, there are 47 candidate vaccines in clinical evaluation, and 10 out of these 47 have reached the final stages of testing the success, such as Moderna, which expects to have an announcement on the vaccine's efficacy by November end, Oxford AstraZeneca, which restarted its trials earlier on October 23rd after the death of a candidate, and they too are expecting results of their trials by December. And in this race Pfizer and BioNTech update is definitely sounding encouraging but let's get into a little detail on the trials first the trial has enrolled 43538 volunteers out of which 38955 have received the second dose they will be seeking emergency authorization of the vaccine later in november after collecting two month safety data as per the recommendation so do we interpret this as good news dr jameen explains why this is optimistic for many different reasons although these are interim phase 3 results but they are very encouraging they are encouraging from a few different perspectives the first one is that this is the first phase 3 trial result of any covid vaccine secondly uh, this is the first mrna vaccine platform that has shown to be efficacious uh, there has really been no rna based vaccines that have been licensed for use so far this bodes really well for the future because uh, it's uh, fairly simple to make rna vaccines once you have a platform available finally this also proves that you can take a small part of the 
virus structure, uh, immunize with it and get protection. In this case, they used not even the entire spike protein, but a part of the spike protein. So yes, it's uh, optimistic from many different angles. So one hopes that by the end of this year, we would know for sure uh, whether there is emergency use authorization. And speaking of its efficacy, according to a report on the New York Times, 90% efficiency passes the FDA bar, who had said that vaccine candidates need 50% efficacy, but is 90% a realistic number? Did anybody expect that? No, nobody was expecting that. In fact, I don't think even the company was expecting it. Hmm. They were expecting the vaccine to be about 70% efficacious. It turned out to be 90%. So you have to go by the data. It's possible that when analysis is done at a later time point, the efficacy may drop from 90% to, I don't know, 85%, 80%. It would still be a good vaccine. Uh, so these early results are extremely encouraging, very positive, And let's wait for the final data to come out. And adding a little more to what Dr. Jamil said about this vaccine's technology, as you've heard him say, this is an mRNA vaccine. We know that generally vaccines contain weakened or inactive parts of an antigen that triggers an immune system. But what the mRNA vaccine does differently is that it uses a genetic platform called mRNA, short for messenger RNA, to instruct the body cells to make the viral proteins themselves. And the excitement about this vaccine is that it's a very new and unique tech. And only one other candidate which is being developed by Moderna is using the RNA vaccine and is also in phase 3 trials. And if these candidates are successful, it'll open a whole new dimension to immunology. So that's what we know so far about Pfizer's vaccine. But what is it that we don't know yet? Nine of them were in the vaccine group and 85 were in the placebo group. So that's how 90% efficacy has been calculated, right? So even nine of those who got the vaccine got infected. What remains to be seen is whether there is any difference in the level of disease between people who got infected in the vaccine group versus the placebo group. So whether the vaccine was able to attenuate disease or not, which many vaccines do. Most vaccines actually don't pro protect against infection. They protect against disease. So this again remains to be seen and it will only be known once the vaccine is rolled out into a much larger population. But now the big question is, when will India get it? The health ministry on 10th November had said that its national expert group on vaccine administration for COVID-19 was in talks with all candidate vaccine manufacturers for supply to India. And Union Health Secretary Rajesh Bhushan even confirmed that India was considering a tie-up with Pfizer. But there might be one challenge there for India. As news of the vaccine got out, AIMS director Randeep Guleria pointed out that Pfizer's coronavirus vaccine would be required to be kept at minus 70 degrees Celsius. And that's why countries like India may face difficulties in maintaining a cold chain to store and supply this vaccine, especially on rural missions. And agreeing with Mr. Guleria's observation, Dr. Jamil says that while overall it's all good news, we shouldn't be too hopeful about this vaccine reaching India anytime soon. This vaccine requires ultra-cold temperatures to be stored. 
it is minus 80 degrees or even lower temperature is required for its storage, which creates immense challenges as far as the distribution and cold chain for the vaccine is concerned. So certainly this is, for example, not a vaccine with which you can think of immunizing a lot of people in India. Because India just doesn't have the infrastructure for this kind of a cold chain. Maybe some very rich people who can afford to, to pay a lot of money will be able to afford it if the vaccine finally becomes available in India. But uh, the other word of caution is don't get too happy that this vaccine will be available to us in India in the near future. It won't be. Uh, but good from a point of view that it has proven a concept. India is in a fairly good position that in the coming months, we are likely to have uh, at least three or four candidates uh, that are working on the same uh, principle, essentially, not mRNA, but same part of the virus. Uh, and hopefully they will also show efficacy. If you like listening to this episode, please subscribe to the Big Story playlist for episodic updates. We'll have on Apple, Google Podcast, Spotify, GeoSavan, and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms. For other podcasts, please log on to the Quinn website and check out the podcast section. For any feedback, shoot an email to podcasts at thequinn.com. Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quint's website and check out our other podcasts.